Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome to show 52 of the Excel in Retirement show. 52 means we have been doing this for over a year. I appreciate your loyal uh, listening to our show. My name is David Treese and I will be your host. I believe I've missed two weeks of doing the show. One week I was on vacation recently and then back in December we had COVID and I did not feel like recording a podcast then. But It has been a great experience, and I appreciate you listening. If there's anything you'd like to see me do on this podcast, I'd love to hear your constructive feedback. You can email me at david at clientsexcel.com. And also, I wanted to mention, I send out a weekly newsletter with pictures and other tips and so forth, and thats uh, I don't think I've missed but one week of that in the last year, but pretty faithful to that. And so that's another way to stay in touch with us. You can go to uh, our website and look for the podcast or newsletter tab. Our website is clientsexcel.com, and you can input your email address to get those weekly newsletters on Wednesday. And so we'd love for you to do that. During one of my in-person workshops I used to do, we used to do a lot of in-person workshops before COVID. And on one of them, I had a picture of myself on my sixth birthday. And I had just been given a new bicycle from my parents. And in the photo, you can see that I'm standing in my dad's office of his financial services firm in Kannapolis, North Carolina. I spent a lot of time there as a kid. And one of the reasons I was there is he had what felt like was a huge parking lot. And I loved riding my bike around that parking lot. And as I got a little bit older, my parents would allow me to ride my bike in the adjacent neighborhood to the office. And I'd ride around there for hours, it seemed like. As I got to high school and started playing basketball, that took up all of my extra time and I'd quit riding bicycles. But when ball sports were no longer an option in my early 20s, I took up mountain biking again. So being the competitive person that I am, I found a weekly race in the Charlotte metro area, and I started going out to this weekly race. And I would do okay, but I wasn't winning, and I wanted to do better. I was getting dusted, and so I went and started talking to some of the guys that were winning these races, and I asked them what they were doing differently. They told me they trained on a road bike and built their endurance up, their cardiovascular endurance. Mountain biking is a skill set, I found, and figuring out how to traverse the rocks and the creeks and trees, amongst other things, is a big deal, but learning how to navigate your bike around those things. But the guys who had the best aerobic endurance fared way better than those who just had the ability to traverse all those obstacles. But they didn't get as winded as quickly. That was the big thing. They didn't get as winded as quickly when they had that endurance built up. So what did I do? I found a cheap road bike and started riding. 
I liked riding those so much on the road that I quit mountain biking. Of course, this evolved into a competition too. The way I started growing my ability to ride the bike and become more competitive is I would show up at an 8 a.m. Saturday group ride. About 20 to 30 different riders would show up at this group ride on Saturday mornings. And it was a weekly competition of trying to see who could leave the other riders in the dust. Halfway into the ride, there was a huge hill. It was about a 40, 45-mile ride. And about 20 miles into the ride, there's what felt like a huge hill. And I would normally pop going up the hill, and I'd get left and be left to ride the remaining 20 miles out in the middle of the country by myself. Nobody likes doing that. So one day, I asked one of the guys to give me some tips. He said, find one person that you know will make it over the hill. Get right behind that guy and and focus on his back wheel. And when you're focusing on his back wheel, don't lose sight of that back wheel. Stay as close as you can to it. And so he could pull you up. The drag could help pull you up the hill. Of course, my legs felt like they had their own audible voice the first couple times I tried this because they were screaming at me. But it worked. I felt so accomplished the first time I made it over the hill and was descending the backside of that hill. Boy, that was a great feeling. I started racing road bikes in Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina, and I got pretty competitive. I was actually one race result away from being categorized as a semi-pro cyclist. But then life moved on, and I started doing other things. Since that time, though, I've bought a bike and tried to get into riding, but I've never had the extra 10 to 15 hours a week it would take to be in race shape. And it was hard being content with not having as good a fitness as I did back in my early 20s. Now, this is a lot like investing. I was in a totally different position back then. I could afford to spend the 10, sometimes more than 15 hours a week riding my bike so I could be competitive and have that endurance and that fitness built up. Many people have experienced amazing stock market returns over the last decade. The market has been on an upward trajectory and it has done well. It becomes addictive, though, for some people. It's a lot like becoming more competitive on the bicycle. I would, I would enjoy getting better, and I would enjoy putting myself through that uh, sometimes misery of enduring hard bike rides so I could be better and be more competitive. But life changes, just like it did for me. It changes for us in our investing strategies, too. Our circumstances change, and we need to change our mentality. Ten years ago, you were younger when the, when the stock market uh, rally started happening after 2008, 10, 12 years ago, 13 years ago. You were younger. You may have still been working. And you could afford to have more risky allocations in your portfolio. But when you retired, you're typically no longer categorized as a long-term investor because you may need your money sooner rather than later. If you cannot leave your money alone for a long time, it makes, your, it makes a lot of sense to have less risk in your portfolio. If you're going to have a lot of risk in your portfolio, you need to have the ability to leave that money alone to allow it to recover. I've had my eye on a single-speed bike for quite a while. A single-speed means it has one gear and it's just made for cruising around, nothing too serious. 
So I found a shop in Shelby, North Carolina, about an hour up the road from Spartanburg that had one. And last Saturday, we drove up there to buy it. Now, when Mallory and I first started dating, we went on our first date in Shelby, North Carolina. It was about halfway between where we were both living, and we'd had lunch at the pizza restaurant where we met for the first time. Mallory wanted to do that, and I guess that's enough with being sappy. Let's get back to the bike and investing analogy here. (laughs) With a single-speed bike, there's little that can go wrong with it. Even an inept mechanic like myself can work on it. As we age, it makes more sense to begin simplifying our financial plan and having a quarterback or a financial advisor that can help you oversee what you have going on. It's no secret that if we live long enough, we won't always be as mentally sharp as we are today. Having things efficiently allocated and simply allocated is a way to overcome this obstacle that we will all face if we live long enough. In today's world, it's not uncommon to have several jobs in our careers. We bounce around from job to job sometimes, or some of us do. At each of those employers, people will commonly begin a new retirement plan. It's important to have all of your accounts you have working in harmony to create a masterpiece financial plan for yourself. If you have all these different accounts at XYZ custodian and and another custodian and another custodian, they're all working differently. They're not working in harmony to try to work towards the goals that you have for your money. If you don't have goals for your money, that's why you need a financial advisor to help you develop those goals of what you are trying to achieve that's customized and specific to your needs. When you're ready to learn more about how we work with folks, you can email me at david at clientsexcel.com or just call our office to schedule a time to talk. Our number is 864-641-7955. We appreciate you being a a listener and and we look forward to another year of podcasting and, and keeping at it. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.